this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. $73 for a photo card. Get out. The fuck? Excuse for who? Me? Jesus? <laughs> Blackpink crawls out of the dungeon after 50 years. Golden Child takes us on a magical trip with their latest release. And we stay slipping into the diamond life with our 17 mini album review. Check it out. What's up, you guys? It is Not Your Average Fangirls. We are back with another week of K-pop-ness. It's your girl, Kat. And a lot of exciting things have happened. I have like seven new children. Shout out to Big Hit for that. Hey. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. So yes, love it. Love that. Hey guys, it's Cynthia. And I have made my peace with the light stick for one us. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I mean, we've been known I was going to buy it anyway. But you know, some fans have been ma- making like fan art where they make the light stick into like a magical girl. And like, honestly, I, I like it. I dig it. I'm like, you know, what she cute <laughs> i saw some fan art of the 80s light stick as the groom and the one is light stick as the bride marrying each other i was like wow yeah wow <laughs> oh my god is this gonna be like mom baby and carrots um, carrots probably oh beautiful hello everyone it's terica like cat i am like obsessed with this island show i haven't even seen the whole thing <laughs> just been seeing clips and i have like four million children like cat <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm just, I'm really excited, but also, like, really scared, because they're already showing, like, clips of, like, them crying, and I'm like, it's the first day. Literally. (laughs) Like, I've only been here for a day. I watched it without subs, and I was sobbing. I was like, I can't even imagine what's gonna happen when I understand what's going on. (laughs) Right? Like, I was just watching performances, and I was going through it. I was, like, the kids that did Crown, like, cried. Soft. literally literally <laughs> literally cried they're oh so literally cute and so oh talented God, we'll talk more about that later on, but. oh yeah that's <laughs> okay. right okay 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 and hello everybody this is carolina um yeah <laughs> yeah she's slowly falling in love with golden child okay you're right yes i was trying <laughs> to think of something but i couldn't think of anything except that jung so woon is coming back and i'm really really excited oh yes Ooh. we love um let's jump into news this week we got some people giving birth um <laughs> hyuna <laughs> formerly of nine muses so Mu- moon hyuna not the hyuna hyuna but a different hyuna um don't be like nine- me that i just read the document and said and it said hyuna gives birth and i was just like excuse me when i wrote <laughs> her last name first yeah <laughs> i missed that my eyes just said hyuna birth and i was like there's no way she was pregnant yeah so hyuna from nine muses she has given birth to her first child i'm pretty sure and yes we love that we love idols it's a girl. And having a normal prosperous life yes Yay. heck yes her name is so um, cute. It means like firefly. Oh, oh cute. I know. Isn't that so That's adorable. adorable? Wow. Oh, she's going to be a little fairy. Well, she Love has it. a whole song named after her Owl City. Love that. I know, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Or NCT Dream Fireflies because that's where my mind went. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Can we expect anything else from our local and citizen? In other news like that, so. Remember when I think it was when we talked about Chen getting married or Changmin. I don't remember, but we, but I said like, when is two p.m. gonna start like showing up with some girlfriends? Well, it had to be my bias, everybody, because Taekyung is yeah. freaking dating a whole ass office worker. Okay, we how they met, I don't know, but I love this for her. I'm so happy. <laughs> it probably <laughs> it was at the club. 
<laughs> but honestly, I've been waiting for a member of 2PM to finally announce that they are dating. And yeah. of course, it had to be my bias, but they've been dating for like three years. And I'm just like, this is yeah. beautiful. It was probably like her brother was in the military at the same That's time. That's what I was she, thinking. And she probably went to like drop off a care package or something. And he was like, damn. And she was like, damn. <laughs> and then- <laughs> So that was my first thought. However, I did check the timeline and they started dating before he enlisted. So I was like, then where the fuck? You know, because I'm nosy like that. I'm chismosa. I just want to know. Like, I'm happy for them. But like, she worked at the office building across the street from JYP. They both went downstairs to get a coffee. She was like, "Uh, maybe I should check out this JYP cafe. She walked in and Taekyun was there. And he was like, God damn. And she was like, (laughs) oh my God, I love Atoy. And then (laughs) I'm like, they talked and like boom pow three years later okay Love you that. know what's so funny is that if i ever met any member of 2 p.m i think that those exact words would be the first thing that comes out of my mouth <laughs> carolina is Literally. office worker confirmed <laughs> right it's me hi i mean you do work in the office, hey. in the office. that other theory that people are like well if they do date people who aren't celebrities they're like high power attorneys and doctors and surgeons and this bitch nah. is like click 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 she working at costco's <laughs> <laughs> she's like hr for some like coffee like chain <laughs> listen and we're not knocking that down okay we love a oh, good no, job love to it. life i love workspace that. you know like yes get your coin I can't wait for an idol to come out and it'd be like dating or breaking news. So and so is dating barista. I can't wait for that. You mean okay, Johnny and Terrica? When is that going to happen? The amount of time that these fools spend at coffee shops, like, why not? Like, you're why right, not? Right. Why has this not happened? Everybody's trying to be a barista. Like, oh, let's do a segment where you guys learn how to make coffee. Or they're like, this is my whole aesthetic. I drink 32 coffees a day. Like, why is, why is this not I don't happen? think that's healthy. <laughs> Tell that to Terrica. Bitch, Yugi be drinking coffee like water. <laughs> like, he really I know. does. He it really does. Like that sometimes, bro. I, I feel it, though, because I'm like that sometimes. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, we love that for Taekyun. We love that he's dating. And, like, good for him. I'm happy for him. Yay. I'm happy for her. Same. Just a regular I know girl. you're right. A regular-ass office worker. Like, yes, sis. Get your man. I'm waiting. I feel like this is a trend now. I feel like all of the idols are going to slowly start saying that they're dating and I'm just going to be in the corner like, yes, spill the tea. Thank you. I'm going to be waiting in the corner like, why not me? <laughs> yeah, no, as soon as we get the first idol to announce that they're dating like an international person, like a foreigner, I'm, that's when I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. yeah. There is, but it was a, a girl. Oh, my gosh, I forgot her name, but she's like dating like this baseball player or some shit. From like oh, America. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, um, Ben Zeno is dating, you know, Stephanie Machova. Yeah, they don't But count. she's like a supermodel. <laughs> I need a regular girl who was working at Target and they just came in one day. <laughs> that's Mark's Mark feature Lee. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work at Target? You work at Target? Shit. I sure do. And we sell watermelon. And I know how to pick them. Sold. <laughs> Already. Damn. 
um then, like, yes amazing when will we be the regular girl ordinary girls that do the k-pop the nameless one? non-celebrity girlfriend yeah, right? <laughs> yes the non-celebrity one girlfriend day. that's all i want um sadder news uh a couple of people are enlisting in the military mr Wu Dohuan, if you don't know who he is, what are you doing with your life? He was in Tempted. He was in The Eternal King. He was in My Country. Great actor. Great dramas. Yes. He is enlisting, sadly. Oh, God, what am I going to do without him? Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, he's enlisting on the six as well as Sick K. Sick K is also <laughs> enlisting. He got Aww. tired of singing for Vanessa. I'm about to say, y'all think Vanessa gonna go go visit him, go see him off? Of course, Vanessa. She is. Vanessa. I forgot that he had to enlist. I know. I like, cannot like honestly when same. I, when I saw the news about it because they were on like that dude's sketchbook, whatever the fuck it's called. But like, yeah. They were on there, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving for the military. I was like, you're leaving for the what? I was like, boy, aren't you from the what? No. Right? (laughs) For some reason, you always thought that he was, like, from the U.S. or something. Yeah. He looked so cute. He had, like, his little blonde streaks, and he's just smiling, and I was like, wow. But it's okay, because I get Jinky back in, like, 20 days, and, like... Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. Loco's coming back soon, too. Yeah, I was like, Loco coming back soon. So, like, I'm, like, not stressed, but at the same time, I'm stressed, because, like, what am I going to do without CK's ass for, like, two years? You're right. Who we going to clown? Oh, no, we still got Jay. But, like, who we got Jay Park. It's fine. We'll forever have Jay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, guys, if you just started listening to our podcast recently, go to our first episode. It's a mess. It's a complete mess. Please uh, Was that excuse the very us. first episode? No, I don't think it was the first episode. Actually, no. Our it communion, wasn't the first episode. Just look for our communion with Jay Park episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. But go, uh, and again, excuse us. The, our first couple episodes, they were just a mess. Like, bigger, a Honestly, bigger mess than we, we are now. we still a mess. Yeah, we still a mess. Like, but, but, but a bigger mess than we are now. But look up the one that says something, like, with the J Park communion. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is literally one of my favorite episodes. Like, that whole monologue from Terrico was, like, my literal favorite thing that has ever been spoken on this podcast. I was just really upset. Like, thinking back, I don't know why I was so upset about it, but I was, like, genuinely, like, just mad. I was, like, real upset. <laughs> <laughs> for what though for what honestly i don't even remember what we talked about but i just know that we were clowning jay park we like were talking no about tomorrow. how he shared one soju bottle with his whole crew like he that's even, right you know what that's i'm not getting right. into it because i'll just get upset about that whole thing i know right it. they didn't ever even like say where i was they just never acknowledged me <laughs> <laughs> you weren't yeah. in that episode no bitch i was in the middle of the sea <laughs> That's right. We were testing out the waters. We were trying to see if, if we wanted to terminate Cynthia's contract or not. <laughs> wow, thanks. I'm just we love Cynthia. There will be no Not Your Average Fangirls without her. It's true. But yes, sad times. You know, we got some more people going to Hawaii, but it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I'm not going to, um, you know, we're going to take be it back. with a grain of salt and we're going to do what we always do and just, you know, ignore it. it. <laughs> Oh. Ignore it. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, we'll Ignore deal with it, it until somebody's like twenty days until sick is back, and you're like, oh shit, already? Okay. <laughs> well, we have some other sad news. Sad news? No, this shit is some bullshit. Everyone, I'm upset. Yeah, real upset. Okay, 
me and Terika are both very upset about this. I'm upset about this because this is my sweet fucking child of like everything pure and wonderful in life. Tae Young, I love this man so much. He's just like the most pure human being. And y'all got him missing his schedule for quote unquote health reasons. But we know. We know what's going Poor on. baby. Oh my God. Wait, is it because of the rumors? I yes, thought that girl. he legit like got sick. Girl. That man has not missed the schedule in the last, like, three years. Like, no fucking, like, never. He's never gone. Well, yeah, you're right. suddenly, after all this shit happens, he's gone. If you guys don't know what's going on, I don't even want to talk about it because that makes me so fucking upset. But people started these insane rumors about this kid bullying people in high school or in school in general, which, I mean... Middle school. Yeah, from this boy's, like, V-Lives where he's playing Animal Crossing and, like, watching Do Not Laugh challenges. I can almost guarantee that that's false. But (laughs) as I don't know him in his personal life, I can't really say anything. But the people that accused him of doing it were like, oh, yeah, he bullied this, this, and this person. And then the people that they said he was bullying were like, no, definitely didn't happen. (laughs) Not true. I thought like, hold up. I thought that the person, there was like one specific person as well that was like hurt by this or something. And that he like apologized. And then also like, it sounded like he paid him. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so the situation was weird. At first they were saying that the kid was a scammer because when he was like 10, he... Like, someone bought something from him, like, from, like, eBay or some shit. And he, when he sent it, it ended up damaged, I guess, through the mail. And so, because it was damaged, the people were like, oh, they sent me broken goods. Like, he's a scammer. Like, that was the whole... And that and it kind of took off, and it became him, like, selling things and scamming people. But it was really, like, one incident when he was, like, 10. And then another time... I think he, like, said something to, like, a girl or whatever, like, middle, like, dumb middle school boys do, and, like, that's what kind of took off with the rumors, and they said that he was bullying her and bullying other people, so he went and he apologized because he was, like, sorry about the good or whatever that they, he sent that kid, and he was apologizing for being dumb when he was in middle school and saying whatever he said to that girl, and, like, everyone thought that it was, like, done, but people kept running with it and kept, like, I don't know, like, basically saying that he was a bully and this and this and this and this and this, no matter how many times he apologized, or like, it's not sincere, and it's been going on forever, yeah, and SM just, like, hasn't yeah. done anything, and now it's resurfacing again, and apparently it's from the kid's friend that supposedly got bullied, and now they're like, well, these two people or my friends were hurt by him, they don't want to say anything, so I'm gonna say any- say things, and so now they're like, people are, like, saying things on Twitter, and the person's like threatening him and saying all these ugly things about him and it got to the point where they started saying ugly things and threatening his family and that's when it got yeah and so now it's like this whole thing where like he feels like threatened and uncomfortable and scared and like it's threatening his family and he didn't want to take action because he didn't want to hurt any of his middle school friends or any of the people that were involved so he was telling sm not to do anything he's like i'm gonna apologize whatever just let them say whatever it is like you know everyone knows how tailing is like he's just like i was stupid or whatever they have a right to be hurt by it or whatever happened like even though half of the things that people said happened didn't really happen like it kind of got exaggerated but like he didn't want anything he didn't want the other kids to look bad or the people starting the rumors. He didn't want to hurt his mm-hmm. middle school classmates. So he didn't want SM to do anything. But now SM's like bump that because it's getting really bad apparently. Like I said, to the point oh where like, they're attacking his family. So now SM's like, no, we have to do something despite 
what you want. That's wild. It's real wild. Poor baby. Since like before debut, people have been like painting him as this like villain who wants all the screen time and he's like a horrible human being and he's like rude to like the members and all this stuff. I'm like, the boy like loves cats and Animal Crossing and like doodles on shoes and on his walls. Like, now he's he's a sweet little baby. If you talk to anybody that like knows him, like again, like we don't know him personally, but like from accounts of people who have worked with him and his friends and things, like he's an angel. And so the fact that he didn't even want to take legal action against these people who were like saying all these hurtful things about him shows you the kind of person he is. So yeah. it's just an all around really sad thing. And now all of this has come to a head, and all of a sudden he's sick. So. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought that he like for real had like gotten sick because I know that recently there's a lot of idols that had like injuries and stuff. And it could just be him needing like a mental break from yeah. everything. Yeah, that too. The only good thing that came out of him not being there was Jay Hyun rapping his part. That was like, <laughs> you're right. I, I saw that. I said, ooh. Boy. Which is great, but mm. also kind of sad because you have, like, as you know, like, no one hates, you know, NCT stands more than NCT stands. <laughs> so, like, it was sad because some people were celebrating that he wasn't going to be there because now they're like, oh, my bias is going to get more, like, like screen time, more lines. Oh and I was just God. like, what is wrong with you, you crazy? And also, uh, congratulations to Terika as Jamin is now a part of NCT <laughs> Yes. Is that a congratulations? Like, I just feel like I'm just going to be constantly attacked and I already have a hard time breathing as it is. It's <laughs> fine. Um, this past week, K-Contact happened. Woo. A lot of things went down. There was a lot of performances, a lot of great performances, a lot mm-hmm. of awkward audience encounters. A lot, oh, my God. A lot of those. Listen, I want to give a shout out to the girl that was picked for AT's. Like, she was so cool. I like the girl, like, in retrospect, like, it was probably, like, really messed up, and that's why they, like, cut off her camera. But, like, just thinking about it, like, I think it's funny. The girl that, like, had the sign was, like, pay my college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they mm-hmm. saw it, and then the KCON people, like, cut, cut off her camera and kicked her off. <laughs> there was a grandma for Stray Kids. I loved it. For the audience, the, yeah, the, the old, like, the black grandma, like, she was so cute. She was just yeah, there. Smiling, she was like, jamming. You know. She loved it. But there it. was another, there was another group, and I forget which one it was, that it was, like, a mom that was on there. And it was, it was really cute. Yeah, it was nice. KCON wasn't playing games. They told a girl for Ace to cover her shoulders. <laughs> like, That's so like, messed up. I mean, they weren't. Mm-mm. The people that um, got to do like the one-on-one when the Zoom call thing was happening with all the fans, you yeah. know, um, they were like pre-selected, and I guess the producers weren't playing games. The girl that got selected for Wenus, she said that the producers told her you can't say happy birthday to Kioni, and she was like, "Why?" <gasps> Uh, but it's because they had a good reason. It's because they wanted to surprise him during like the interview oh, part, okay. which they did. And then they're like, okay. She's like, okay, I won't, I won't. And then like before like the Zoom call happened, like they called her and they're like, don't mention Keone's birthday. And she's like, I know. Okay, I won't. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess like they kept just empathizing it. So yeah, they were just not playing games. Which I think 
is really funny because like when they like how they try to tell that girl to cover her shoulders, but if she was at the convention walking around and she had a meet and greet, like what you gonna I've do? Never it seen wouldn't them. matter. Yeah, so put like, a cardigan on me. I think it was mostly just because of broadcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they have to like take off something, then you know. Yeah, and so I guess that's pr- that's probably why. In terms of fans, because I know when we went, like me and Brent went to Korea, we went to that festival or whatever. They yeah. filmed it, and by the time we made it home, like an hour and a half later, we watched the festival that we were at on TV, like instantly. Yep. So, like, I wonder if it's just like kind of like a whole like a fan thing, like an international fan thing. So it takes longer because they're just like y'all be wilding. So we yeah. gotta make sure no one's <laughs> doing like these bitches. Ridiculous. <laughs> Always doing <Yeah>. something. Because <laughs> like that festival, like there was like how the heck did they edit that and look for everything? And it's already on our TV like within an hour. Like that was the fastest thing I've ever seen in my life. But like I'm, we're still sitting around waiting for the wavy Beyond Live. To come back. Oh like, my god, you're right. I forgot about it. <laughs> like, that's so weird. Yeah. There was also a moment during the Oneness show, which funny story. I thought they were gonna be on at seven my time, but they were actually on at six something. And I didn't know that. But anyway, I happened to just be on and then all of a sudden they're on on like lit. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is <laughs> like I'm watching them go off on the stage and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I get a notification on my phone and it's Raven tweeting. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? You're on my screen live. <laughs> well, they did pre-record. Like you you could notice that some of the performances were pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. The comeback thing was, uh, I mean, the comeback home that was pre-recorded. They were actually late to the fan sign call uh fan sign calls because like they uh didn't calculate correctly and by they i mean mnet but they didn't calculate correctly and that was pre-recorded but the part that i was watching that shit was live and i was like this motherfucker (laughs) i know i know but i mean you can schedule tweets i know maybe he's like a tweet scheduler (laughs) he's like oh okay he's like oh got this I think overall it was super cute and it was worth it and it wasn't too pricey and I think that like for this being the first time that they did something like this even with all the kinks because I know that like some people I don't know I heard something about time changes and then like people were talking about during certain acts the the stream was messed up so like it would buffer a lot or pause but like overall I feel like not too many people complained about like it wasn't like a hot mess like people were just like okay cool and like for this being the first time I think it went really well yeah I also really like the way that the stages looked like with all the screens it looks sick Listen, the 1999 was worth it to see Sungwoo in that crop jacket. Like, that <gasps> you, right? Listen, I can't wait to see that. It's <laughs> it's they their performance is like oh it was just oh so God. good. Hansa looking like, like a fine as fuck poodle. Okay, and fucking Byungchan with the collarbone, which also I have a bone to pick with you, Choi Byungchan. Okay, I just want to talk to you real quick. Why the fuck? Did you put a bandage on a fake tattoo? The tattoo is not real, everybody. It's a sticker, okay? It's not a real tattoo. Why did you put a Their stylist probably wasn't aware that they were going to have to be covered up because, you know, half of them are already tied in. He literally posted on his Instagram and the caption is, I had to cover up or I covered up my sticker tattoo. I was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what? He wanted, he wanted to be a part of everybody he else. Wanted he wanted be, to yeah. also cover it up. FOMO, cat, FOMO. Right. Maybe oh, he's like, 
he's thinking about getting it so he's trying to get into the habit of putting the sticker like to cover it but yeah so yeah the 1999 was worth it for me when i saw sungwoo in that crop jacket and byungchan's fucking collarbone out and fucking yeah i was like wow this was worth every penny i've ever spent in my life (laughs) uh the moment terica and i have been waiting for we're gonna talk about (laughs) island now Um, there is a new survival show, everyone. If you know me personally, Kat, hey, you know that I am a ho for survival shows. Let me tell you, I love survival shows. They are like, I don't know if it's like I like the emotional distress they bring me. I don't know, but <laughs> probably I enjoy survival shows. And Big Hit n- now has a survival show on Mnet called Island. Which, from what I've grasped from the premise, it's like 23 boys, 12 of them get picked to go on the island, and then the other boys go into a separate thing, which is almost kind of like a dungeon. It's like <laughs> called Ground. It's literally God. called Ground. It's called Ground. So yeah. it's like yeah. the ones that make it, they get to live this lavish life. They have like training centers, they have a fitness center, <laughs> they have like this giant closet, like they have all this shit. And then the ones that don't make it pretty much just go into this like modified super practice room is just yeah it just was like a huge room everyone's like are they gonna have beds or like (laughs) where they um so yeah but the first episode is basically these boys come in one by well not one by one but like audition group by audition group and they're all adorable and i'm just like wow i'm in love with like all of you like they are super cute. insane even on the opposite side of that spectrum where if you know me hi cynthia i do not like survival shows one single <laughs> bit survival show and me do not mix i have said this many times i am not emotionally equipped for that pain however they got me with the trailer so i am also watching and enjoying <laughs> yeah did you see the one where the boys sing the intro yes it's so cute (laughs) i'd like damn y'all you really like the just the marketing like okay the moment that trailer dropped i was like okay you know what i am gonna have to watch it i'm sold yeah it was just so good it looks like hunger games and then it does it has like a very literally the building yeah. The building yeah. is like a Hunger Games feeling. It's it is. Like- and the pictures, too. The pictures of, like, each uh-huh. trainee, they look like those. They put them on flat. Like, they put the flags and like with the pictures on it, and they, like, drop down. And that's how they knew, like... Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is very... And, like, as someone who is not Kat, but not Cynthia, I'm in the middle. I've watched two survival shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Produce after I found out who made it, so does that really count? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, I still... I mean, it's... I was still very it emotional. Count. It doesn't count. I still went through the motions. <laughs> I still went through the emotions. Like, I, even though I knew that, like, this kid wasn't going to make it when he left, I would still cry. But I <laughs> did watch the unit from the beginning. So, <laughs> that was an emotion. I was Marco! literally, I was literally <laughs> on the floor in tears when Chani made it. I was like, <laughs> so like I'm the, I'm the middle person in this but I'm so excited at first I was like I can't do this but now I think I'll be okay I haven't watched anything besides the like the intro song but it does look like the Hunger Games right and the fact that they're sending the kids to like a dungeon that just reminds <laughs> me of like the negatives like remember for Produce X 101 when they did like the yeah, below the, the X yep yeah the X but that's what it reminded me of. So I'm just like, mm, there's going to be a kid in there that's going to, like, come out and, like, be number two or something. Oh, no, for sure. They're, 
um, from literally, it was gut-wrenching from, like, the moment they, like, revealed the way that the boys got into the island was, like, they, with a show of hands. It's like, okay, this kid is going to perform. Raise your hands if you think he's good. Yeah. And they had to, like, raise their hand or not raise their hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. So, they have to, like, pick people. Like, it's so sad. That's like when you're playing dodgeball. And, like, you have to stand in a line while the team captains pick, like, each person that yeah. go on the team. I was picked very last, by the oh, way. Yikes. <laughs> Can't relate. Because, like, I've I was never tall, felt so. that in my life. But, like, when it comes to something like this, I could never tell someone they weren't good enough. So, like, in sports, like, I was so competitive. I was just like, nah, we got to win. But, like, in talent shows and things like that, I'm like, no, but everyone was so good. Like, that's how I was. So, like, when it comes to yeah, like, personal talents like, like that and, like, working hard, like, you know, like, I don't want to tell someone that, like, spent, like, months working on this choreo that, like, mm, like, I couldn't. So, I was just like, that sucks to have to, That's like, why we're not on the show. That's why Rain <laughs> and Seiko are on there. You're right. Every but, like, honestly, like, the kids, they're all good. Like, they I don't really think are. there was one where I was like, you're not really great. No, they were all, like, super good. But there was just people that were, like, super, super good. Yeah, and some of them are really good dancers, like, oh, overall. Yeah. And Rain was so excited. He was. He loved it. He was like, oh, yes. And also, like, I just loved during the audition that, like, Bang was just sitting there, like, smiling. He was like, yeah, these are my fucking kids. What? What, bitch? I got the talent. Like, I've only seen that man in, like, two different ways. Like, every time he's, like, shown on something. Like, when they showed all the clips of, the, like, the judges, producers, like, Rain's, like, walking dramatically. And, like, yeah. Zico's just like, yeah, I'm Zico. And then there's, like, all these cool poses. And Bang's just like, I'm Bang. I sit behind a desk. I'm Bang. I stand up and smile. And, like, that's <laughs> it. And that's the only way I've ever seen him ever. Like, every time they show Same. him, like, even at, like, award shows, He's just either like standing and smiling or he's smiling. behind the desk with his little glasses. Um, but speaking of big hit, uh, BTS released a music video for Stay Gold. It's an OST for some type of Japanese something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't watched it because we have to do a reaction. And by we, I mean me and Kat. But it's fine because I watched it and I thought it was really, really cute and really, really pretty. Like um, there are some shots that reminded <sighs> that reminded me of Spring Day. <laughs> <laughs> like just like like the way they shot it like this like kind of the way they're like kind of moving in slow motion and each boy's like doing their own thing in the background like it was super cute it's just them being cute and like being friends and then saying stay gold so like there's some parts where like it's kind of darker and then like, like they see like little gold dust and they're like what i do believe in fairies and then they're all like <laughs> best friends it's really cute it's really pretty too so i think you guys will enjoy it i enjoyed it yay i'm, I'm excited. excited and if you're new here welcome terica hates spring day <laughs> <laughs> um we do have fuckery of the week this week everyone um America likes to ruin things, just like they're right. about to ro- ruin Hotel de Luna. They are remaking Hotel de Luna into a Western version, mm-hmm. which, like, stupid. I don't understand how they could make Hotel de Luna without IU because she's just literally perfect. Like, but like, that role was literally made for her. I didn't get, I didn't watch. Like, I started it and then I got distracted. Y'all know I'm bad at shows, but like, I like Same the- <laughs> so bad at shows. Um, but I watched like some, and I really enjoyed the episodes that I watched. But at the beginning and stuff, like, or something, isn't she like some type of a? Do they have like a like? I don't want to say samurai. It's something like right, like warrior or something at the beginning. If I'm right. remembering, yeah, yeah. How are they gonna make that into like? Are they gonna like make it cowboys? 
<laughs> like, how are they going to change, like, the cultural aspects? I don't know how they're going to change it, but I do know that what I read was that the people that worked on Hotel de Luna are going to be working in the remake. Okay. Because, yeah, because the company said that they want to be there for like every step of the way to make sure that this is as authentic as oh, okay. the original. So that's the only thing. Okay. When you guys watch, because I really, I always recommend people to watch Hotel de Luna because it's genuinely, I think, one of the best dramas I've seen. Like Korean I've heard, I've man. I, yeah, I've heard it's really good. I really want to finish, like, I really want to watch it. I, like, so you, bad. in this drama, is just, like, I don't think anyone else could do that character what she did to that character. Like, there's just no, like, person that can do that. That's like somebody, like, being like, oh, we're going to do... Oh, Cynthia was watching Julie and Julia without Meryl Streep. Oh my god. Like, you can't again. do that. You can't do that. Like you can't un IU I use drama. Okay, you just can't do that. I know, but you know Americans are stupid, so they're not even gonna know what IU is. And they're gonna yeah, be like, not. Oh my god, this this show is so amazing, it's the best thing ever. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's actually a Korean show. This whole this whole remake is ruining it. Just leave it as it is and Put it on the TV and put Learn subtitles to read. on it. If, yeah, that's, if people are stupid enough period. not to read, then screw you. Or, like, because we know that, like, 90% of Americans are named Jared, so <laughs> we, True. they don't want to read the subtitles. So, like, it'd be really cool, though, if they, like, casted Asian Americans. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Like, at least yes. to make it, you know, kind of, that'd be a cool opportunity. Like, it mm-hmm. just kind of sucks whenever they take like things from different cultures and you have that culture here in america and, and you, then whitewash it yeah like that's so annoying when it's like why when you have all these amazing actors that could have like actually you know whatever we'll see we'll see how it goes i know we're watching yeah. you remake america's just not the best at remakes in general because when they tried to remake skins the american version oh, that, that was, was horrible trash so <laughs> trash i don't understand why they remake things though if the original is amazing why why fix something that's not broken? You're right. There's no need for it. Anyone who's interested in this American remix of hotel or remix <laughs> remake uh, <laughs> remix of Hotel, hotel de Luna, de Luna. Just watch Hotel de Luna cuz I promise you this cast this drama is so goddamn good. Like, oh my god. I want to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch it actually now that I'm thinking about it. Watch Hotel de Luna everybody. Okay. We're going to jump into comebacks. The first comeback we're going to talk about. There's good things to say about it. There's a lot of things to say about it. There's bad things to say about it. We're going to talk about it all. Ace came back with a fan called a fan song called <laughs> Stand By You. I can't even talk because like I'm thinking about everything I'm, I want to say. Anyway, Ace came back. My boys. Yes. Our boys. Yeah. Beautiful song. A beautiful song that was written and produced by a man named Kim Feel, who has never, he's been in the Korean music industry for 20 plus years and has never, ever written and produced mm-hmm. a song for another artist besides himself until wow. now mm-hmm. with Ace. Ace. But this song right. is so beautiful. It really is. The vocals in this song are so fucking good. Everyone's And a guess what this song has? Chance. <laughs> it does. It comes up easy fan songs do. And that's why we love them so much. I don't. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was like, no matter what, Ace got us. I'm not a huge fan of ballads for a promotional song, to be honest. However, the song is really pretty, and I really enjoyed it. You know what? I thought 
when they were showing the little like teasers and stuff i thought it was gonna be like a super ballad but i'm glad that it wasn't Mm -hmm. because it has a lot of like rock elements and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but it was really good i i loved it and i loved the meaning behind it and everything so but i I know that there were some you know issues and controversy controversy around it and you know we talk about things on this podcast so we're gonna talk about it um you're right so with the release of the single, there was a music video, which was basically uh, a girl who I'm assuming represents choice because yes. that's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. And the boys going through nostalgic times and like as choice and as ace, like as their fans and as like they're the people that will always be besides them, even though at the end of the music video, they like disappear. Anyway, but... So there is a scene uh, where they are around a powwow, like a little bonfire, and they have on little headdresses and they're doing a dance, like an indigenous native dance, which people were upset about, which rightfully so, rightfully so. If anyone feels like upset about someone mocking, quote unquote, or disrespecting their culture, I am down for people talking about it. And they did. And so they emailed Beat, Beat. Took a little bit to respond. Well, they sent out a kind of an apology on Fan Cafe first. Yeah, it was like an hour after. Yeah. Yeah. They like released a music video and, and literally in less than an hour, they had posted the thing in, on Fan yeah, Cafe. They're pretty, they're pretty and then what I'm assuming it. happened is that Beat had a meeting because they are a company and they were like, okay, so what should we do? And then what, maybe two days, they came out with a release that they had deleted the video and that they were going to reshoot and re-edit it. Well, they said they're it's going to take three to four weeks. So I'm assuming they're reshooting. Mm-hmm. So this happened. And then, you know, it was a bit of a problem with people. And like we said, rightfully so. If you're upset that you feel like your culture is being messed with, then I am all for people talking about it. But yeah. it caught even more fire when the actress from the music video posted an Instagram video of the behind the scenes of this show and ace was dancing to the wildly inappropriate original song that it was based off of the one little two little three little yeah but yeah and then it just went kaboom Mm -hmm. choice tweet was like insane there was fans against fans fans reporting fans to fan cafe fans reporting ace fans reporting b and i was like what the fuck is going on i literally came onto my timeline and i was like yo what the fuck is happening i mean like you have that side but i did see a couple of like they're like native american choice and they were saying like that they understand like it wasn't done with a malicious like tone Mm -hmm. like it wasn't done in a malicious way and i did see one of them kind of say like I know that if people here don't know a lot about my culture, imagine people that are across the world. So I understand that aspect. And and then like they were just like, you know, I appreciate that they apologized, took down the video and are working something else. So it wasn't all like everybody coming at them. But I did see also people like coming at them, like yeah. coming at them. People that were not are. even choice. Yeah, like yeah. people that were not or even people choice. who weren't even like indigenous. Yeah, I feel like you should let the people whose culture is being like you know in question or whatever mm-hmm. those situations surrounding it. They should be able to speak first and foremost. Like yeah. it's fine to mean? support yes. it as well. That's perfectly yes. fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, th- be an ally, be supportive, but yeah. don't like overshadow things or whatever. And you can't get don't make it about yourself, right? Yeah. 
And I feel like there are ways to go about things. Like we were talking about it. We were discussing it when it first happened. And like, I'm just like, sometimes you just got to take a step back and like do what, you know, the positive side of choice did. And they like immediately emailed B, like immediately. And was like, this is not cool. And like they got the response and then the video is getting taken down and they're reshooting it and stuff like that. And then you have the people who they just needed an excuse to be like angry, mean hateful. and angry and hateful and I'm like that's something you don't do because like think of it in like in terms of yourself if someone comes at you in a hateful way you're gonna come back at them that way or you're just not gonna respond so like why would you you know what I mean but if someone yeah. came up to you and be like hey this is how I feel this is why it's wrong blah 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 in a calm matter then you'll be like you're more willing to listen and be like let's work something out now if they were like repeat offenders like constantly and like you've tried to educate or you tried to express your feelings about why you felt like this was wrong and stuff like that and how it's not okay and they were just like whatever on to the next you know insensitive like thing racist thing or whatever (coughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah right then be mad (laughs) go off don't give them a don't don't calmly be like i'm offended because they know that you're offended and they know they've been on what's happening and they don't care if there's if you look at the video they weren't being mean about it. They were actually trying to invoke, like, a sense of, like, nostalgia and happiness. And, like, they wanted to be sweet. And they had, and, like, you know, fun. And they didn't have any clue. Like, you could tell they had no clue. And so, like, you have to think about what's happening and be like, okay, let me address this. Like, I am angry. This is why this is wrong. Here's an email about it. This is what needs to be done. But, like, there's no need to, like, be on Twitter and, like, saying ugly things underneath their selfies and stuff. Like, yeah. There were people like attacking them like i'm just like what does this have to do with anything you're not telling them about anything about the video you're just being mean right now yeah but like i said by all means if you're in an instance where this group is a repeat offender go off go off oh heck yeah <laughs> but if anything beat has always shown that they are so receptive to yes. like what the fans have to say always. and i think it is yeah. primarily because it's just ace like a- ace and beat have literally worked their way up together so mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever a moment where they want beat wants to make the fans feel any type of way. Like when the stuff happened with like the misogynistic stuff that one of them had said in a V live during mix nine time, like she nipped that shit in the bud. She was mm-hmm. like, they're going to classes. Yep. Like they're getting educated yep. and every month they're going to be in these classes until I feel like they learned their lesson. And so, you know, right. maybe you never know. She could be doing that right now. She, she could be could like, be. okay, we're getting classes right now for this, you know? So it's World all... history, let's go. With Beat, I think more than anything, their actions speak louder than their words. Yeah, and yeah. They're one of the few companies that has taken responsibility, not just as a company, but with their idols to educate them. So, mm-hmm. like Which I said... Which is saying a lot. And fairly quickly, yeah. too. Yeah. Like I said, be offended, Call your idols out if they do some dumb shit. It's yes. how the company reacts to that that shows you, like, the merit of not only the idols, but the CEOs themselves. Yeah. Everyone have faith in beat. I know it's hard when you're angry and things like that, but just have faith in the boys. You know they they are not mean men. Besides that, the song is really cute. It's so and good. Yeah, it's cute. And we love a fan song. We love mm-hmm. five main vocals. Like, who else, <laughs> who else is doing it with these? Yeah, everyone sounded so good. I was like, aww. Dolly Bone to pick I have besides that is, like, the part where they're, like, calling the girl out from the school. And they, like, bring the golf cart and the dust is everywhere. And you could tell that the dust legit was getting in their eyes because they were, like, <laughs> squinting and, like, trying to be sweet and make a cute face. Like, come on, Sally. But really, they were like, <laughs> Sally, get <it> out. 
it was so funny because there was a a person who like zoomed in on Chan when he like got off the cart and he was like looking around and he was like <sighs> yeah they're like <laughs> dying oh my god it was funny that's ace ace, ace in a uh, nutshell ace uh, uh for our next comeback then we have uh maddox I said that real weird. <laughs> so Maddox came back <laughs> with a song Sleep. Um, if you don't know who this man is, you should look him up because his voice is so fucking beautiful. Um, basically, he signed a KQ Entertainment. Yes. Oh, my God. The same whoop, whoop. fucking label as ATs. Yes, I know. He's also on some ATs albums, has written and produced for them, guys. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he has a new song out called Sleep. This motherfucking song. Oh, my God god it's so chill bro he reminds me he reminds me of woods so much like his style of music oh i see that Mm -hmm. also it's so good disclaimer if you are epileptic please do not watch this music video (laughs) (laughs) i love this song i think it's like a it's like a little ep it's just two songs in the ep i think yeah um but it's like i love his music it's so good like this is such a chill vibe and but the music video, like Terika said, yeah, if you have issues with, like, strobe lights, lights don't watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's um, a lot happening. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the transitions in the music video, though, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Just, I love this man's voice. And like, like you said, it's a two-song EP. The other song on the EP is called Engine. And if you know Maddox or if, like, you've watched his stuff, he was on a reality, a survival show called AOMG Sign Here, and he performed Engine. That was, like, his audition song. And it's even more beautiful live, so everybody go watch it, because... For our next comeback, I'm really excited to talk about this. We have Golden Child that came back with one lucid dream. Oh, it's so um, good. This is such a cool song. Like, they mix so many sounds together, and... The bass. I love the bass. My favorite part of the whole song. The bass. Yeah, when they're doing the uh, I'm falling down down part. Mm-hmm. Bro, the bass in that. Oof. That's my favorite oof. part of the song. Yes. You know what else popped off? The dance break with the violins. I was like, oh my <gasps> yes. God. Listen, this yes. whole song Jeez. itself was like a whole so ass trip. For example, like the beat that it we were just talking journey. about from the beginning that was never heard of again later, which is fine. And then <laughs> it turned into <laughs> like a like a super bass, funky sound. And all of a sudden there's the violin. And then, oh, they're not done yet. Then they bring in like a little dance break that gave me like early mm-hmm. LMFAO vibes. <laughs> oh my God, oh you right, God. Cynthia. Listen, I, I just went through it. I didn't think about that. But yeah, that's Tell what I'm wrong. saying. Like they mix so many sounds together in this song and it worked beautifully. Exactly. Like it was so good. Yeah. The visuals of the music video, insane. Oh, so oh my God. Like when they had that member, like the, uh, he was falling like from the ocean and he fell, but then he just fell right back into the ocean. I was like, what is going on? The music video was serving inception realness. Okay. It was just <laughs> inception. The whole, it was a movie and a music video and it was really good. All in one. Yeah, me and Kat did a reaction to it. butterfly thing. It fit the was... concept because, you know, Lucy it really did. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. They weren't playing. Yeah, yeah it, it's like a, it was like a dramatic and very, like, cool song. Like a cool boy yeah. song type of thing. But I loved it. I loved this, like, whole fantasy world thing that they did. So and the the rest of the album is phenomenal oh, as well. Oh, so good. 
And this album is so good, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like kidding. This might be one of my favorite albums of the year. Like, oh wow, oh. I gotta listen to it now. It's Girl, so yes. good. Like, it has it's a little bit so of good. everything. Lucid mm-hmm. Dream. Well, one Lucid Dream is like the song that's just like crazy and has like all these elements. And then like OMG is like this cool, like funky like almost like early 90s late 80s like pop just yeah make me love mm -mm. make me love golden child said we grown so they said mm -hmm. we are grown-ups now Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) they said our machne is now an adult so (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) so here we go like in this whole Uh, time like i know we've been through this but i just hear their name and like kaylee said i think about the little baseball uniform i like i just think that they're just (laughs) children like it's weird they're not anymore it's the name i must say it again literally i am so happy that they took that break that they took and rebranded themselves because now they're you know like they're standing out because they have like i don't know how to explain it but it's just like if you listen to golden child it's just like they mix so many things together but it works it's kind of like how we say like with straight kids like they do construction music (laughs) like they like golden child also has like their sound which i think is kind of a woolen thing in general because infinite kind of had the same vibe they have like a lot of elements in the just one song yeah so i was like it's probably just a woolen thing in general they were like well i feel like they went into golden child like okay we don't want to make them like infinite yeah you know we don't want them to be dark you know they're like young we're gonna make them bright and springy and now to this point where they're like well we just gonna have to make them like infinite and now they're like dark and eerie <laughs> and like cr- like creepy and dope and it's just like super fun and like Woolum, i don't know if it's like their signature thing to like put a lot of strings and violins in their songs but like all of their artists always have hella strings in their songs and it's beautiful and it's incredible and i'm just like yes but no this whole album pass me by is like the boy band anthem that every every album should have it is so good it is the dancing in the rain in white t-shirts crying (laughs) song and it is amazing and h-e-r is also a dope song and i'm so fucking proud of golden child because their last comeback had like 4.9 million views in like the seven months it's been out and this mv already has like 12 million views and i'm just like yep yes i'm telling you fucking shit golden child like them being on road to kingdom was really really good for them just like the their last like three comebacks have been (sighs) phenomenal and their vocals, God, their vocal line is so fucking good. I that's mm. that's why like now I'm just like, listen, I stand Golden Child in the sense that I listen to their music and things like that, but I don't know names. But I don't know names. So I'm just like, I need to learn names Girl, at this point. I got you. I got you. But yeah, no Terika, go listen to the rest of the album. Like the it's album really, so really good. a it's good album. So good. Okay. <laughs> I'll see what happens. Y'all y'all been talking about like Golden Child and who else? Have y'all been like and the boys a lot lately? Maybe Ooh, I, I told myself I'm not gonna like stand stand any more groups. I don't know, we'll see what happens. That's a lie. Listen, even You said that about even, NCT and look at you. Yeah. I mean <laughs> look. That's what I say. Like I'm all booked and busy and preoccupied. Terika is already you're already there, Terika, with the boys. You have two people you're in love with in the boys. Yeah, you have exactly. Kevin, and you have oh, your tiny face baby Chadwin. You're right. So like that's it. You're there. Every time Kat shows me the boys, 
I'm just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Ooh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the next comeback we're going to talk about, everybody, Blackpink came back with how Ooh. you like that. There's been some controversy about this video, too. <laughs> yep. Lord, it's been a, it's been a wild week, y'all. <laughs> I'm saying. Um, but, again, rightfully so. I think this one was, this one's been crazy, crazy. So there's a part where Lisa's basically sitting on this throne and has, like, these statues at the bottom. And one of them is the Hindi god. Yeah. Which is, like, basically it's this, the god, this, like, super prominent god in, like, in Hindi religion. And usually people have this in their house on, like, a pedestal or, like, something like that. It's still, it's I was reading about it. Like, this girl posted a whole thread about, like, yeah. the significance of this god. So, yeah, it's just super significant in their religion. And they, like, worship this, like, even in Thailand, which is why people were really upset about it. Because Hindi religion and the Buddhist religion come together in Thailand. So, they also pray to this god. So, they were like, how the fuck did Lisa not know, like, a, like, to see this and be like, oh my god. Because there's literally a picture of her praying at this, like, sanctuary to this, like, statue of this god. Yeah, so, like, it's crazy. Because it's not only is it, like, this religious, like, significance to it, but the fact that, like, she's on a throne and it's, like, on the ground, like, kind of beneath her. Yeah. And the fact that they only put it there to fit some type of, like, aesthetic, you know? Like, there was no need for it to really, like, yeah. be in the background yeah, yeah, as a yeah. prop because it's a religious like, thing. And I was just like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane, especially with Lisa. Yeah, like that's. But to the music video, I mean, not to the music video, to the song, the song is great. I thought it was eh. I didn't really like it. Oddly enough, the only thing I really like is Lisa's part. (laughs) So I I like the song, but it follows every other song that they've done. Yeah. It sounds the same. Like it's it follows the same like yeah. protocol or whatever. And then come to find out that it's like the same producers that made their last song. You know, like so it sounds the same. Like it has the same type of method to it. Mm-hmm. Now it's a song about hell yeah. When Lisa's like, look at me, not look at you. Look, I was just like, you now look at me. Yes, thank you. That's my favorite part. I was vibing so hard. They looked really, really good in the music video too, especially Lisa. Like the outfits were fire. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's wearing like this like bedazzled top in one scene. And that was beautiful. I like her short black hair. That's really nice on her. But also there was a joke going on on Twitter about how it's like bada beam their thing now because they say it in every song. Bada beam is her always. I mean, the song wasn't bad. I just, like, maybe that's what it was. Like, I just felt like it was the same. Because there were parts that I was just like, yeah. And then that part was over. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I don't know if it's because it was so, like, we anticipated it so much. Because everyone's been waiting for Blackpink. And it was hype so much. And then I heard everyone, like, everybody and their grandma was watching this music video. So I was like, bro, this song must be fire. But overall, like, I haven't really heard anyone talking about the song. I've just been seeing everybody talk about the visuals. And not aside from, like, the issues surrounding, like, that, but just talking about how, like, the shots were nice and the outfits were fire and everyone's hair and everyone looks so good and the makeup. Like, that's really what I've been hearing. Like, no one's just like, this song is the best Blackpink song. It is fire. Like, I have not. Yeah, same. I mean, this wouldn't wouldn't be a problem if YG gave them more comebacks. I'm just saying. 
But then let's move on. We are going to slow things down a little bit. Um, Bandage finally released like their little mini album and there's a single called Coloring the Life. Absolutely love it. It's like a soft rock, uh, yes. soft rock anthem. Um, it's very soothing and it's super cute uh, type of meaning in it. It's kind of like let's color life together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, really liked it. I've been listening to them a lot. And I, I honestly though, want the the singer like the main vocal. He looks so like how old is he? He was born in eighty nine. <laughs> All right, then that makes sense. And everybody else <laughs> because, is born in oh one. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do they yeah. talk about? Love that for them. <laughs> Except for one, I think I think one of them was ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Yes, which yeah. uh, the other two, my son, everyone, uh, Hyungbin. Uh, you know me. Uh, oh, survival show ho. Um, he was on under nineteen. Love that show. When he was on under nineteen, he was just everything to me. He was so fucking cute. He was in the fake love performance. Like he was just everything. He's I love that kid so much. Adorable. He's really pretty. He is. I'm just. I'm reading this now. It says that his nickname is Red Cheeks or Cherry Boy because he always gets Cherry so Boy flustered. Yeah. I was like, that's so cute. Oh, my God. He, like, blows my mind. I'm like, how are you literally, like, 18 years old? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It's wild. Like, their music is so good. I mm-hmm. I loved it. And even, like, the, the dude, like, the main vocal, like, his voice is so unique, too. And so, yeah, no, I, I'm, like, in love. Like, I've been in such a, like, band kick ever since I saw this super band thing mm-hmm. that I'm just, like... I need I need more. Yeah, it's I need cool. all of it. I like their sound. And then the kid with the big ears. That's the ninety seven yes, kid. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> He's, adorable. <laughs> He's so adorable. His ears are so cute. He's the most adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> His Instagram oh handle is Riverlord <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Listen. It's fine. But the song is really good. I would describe it as a summer breeze song. You're right. All right, everybody. We are gonna do a mini album review because Seventeen came back, and if y'all know, Woo! if y'all know, then you know that I love Seventeen, and we love Seventeen in this house. Mm-hmm. Shining diamonds. Anyways. Oh yes. So. Um, Sorry. <laughs> wow. There's some like I don't know what it is, but some like words trigger me into like going into like a Seventeen like songathon. Yep. And- like highlight. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite game to play, like just in life when you're out in the wild and you just hear something and you just connect it to a song. And then like if people don't know, they're just like, what? You're like, shh, just go. And you're like, shh, don't worry worry about about it. it. Just like anytime I watch an interview with Seventeen and Vernon introduces himself, I'm like, Vernon. Vernon. I do that. That's how I call my cousin's (laughs) boyfriend all the time. I go, Vernon. And he's like, what? I'm like, shh, nothing. Just Vernon. (laughs) Headlines, headlines. Yeah, but they came out with mini album and um, called Hangry. Hang, hang, I, I cannot say hangry. That. I say hangry. hangry. I say hangry. <laughs> I don't know how hangry. to say it. I just say seventeen's new album. Right, same. So there we go. But yeah, let's start off with the first song, which is Fearless. And this is like a fight song, y'all. Like we ready to go to war this for seventeen. This is a song that is playing as you're like running to the top of those like long ass stairs that you do like a fist pump right when you make at the top. You know what I'm talking about in the movies? The Rocky stairs? Yes. Yes. 
This yeah. is that song. Instead of Eye of the Tiger, this is what comes this on. What, it feels like a dystopian like movie or like a survival show. Like this is like the intro or like the like the theme or something. I thought it was like I when I heard it, all I could think about was like spikes, like leather and spikes and like all black I'm and like this. yes. It's like destruction and like fighting for the revolution. That's what I thought about. And I was just like, you're right, 17. We are fighting for a revolution. I feel right it. Now. I felt like the Mad Maxi vibes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it, I, I loved it. I love their rock influence. Yeah. Like, oh, man. The moment this started, it was just like, this album's going to kill me, isn't it? Like, it did. It's so good. And then obviously it's just about like being fearless and overcoming like anything that's thrown at them. Which is which fitting. 17 has gone through it yeah I like it's and that's why they do everything themselves and i'm pretty uh, sure there's a part and i'm pretty sure it's woozy where he does like this fast whisper it's literally towards the end where he's like dun, 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 oh, yeah. i was like <gasps> yeah like, yep mm-hmm. oh, oh, my man but yeah but i love that they started like this i was just like i'm ready to fight for 17 like let's go there's this like, part that yes. i like it's like a really cool contrast between it's like dk and one woo and boo and like it's like DK starts it, and of course, it's like high and pretty and unnecessary. And then one <laughs> <laughs> who sings, and his voice is so like deep and mellow, but like he's not rapping, he's like singing. And I'm like, oh, and then it goes back to Boo and all the extraness and just the vocals. And I just like that whole like contrast and up and down. I thought that was really good. It's a beautiful opening to this album. It is. It's true. Super good. Yeah. But then let's move on then to the next song, yes! which is Left and Right, which Left is the single. Right. Left and right. Listen, everybody. There's the joke in K-pop tweeter. Uh, tweeter. K-pop tweeter. <laughs> the joke on K-pop like Twitter is that this is the modern the K-pop cha-cha slide. <laughs> and <laughs> Cupid Shuffle, isn't it? Yeah. The Cupid Shuffle of K-pop okay. is left and right. And honestly, after watching the music video, if they put Cupid Shuffle with the music video. The, no difference. No difference. Yeah, it does sound the same. I love it, though. I was just like, you know what? I'm just saying, I know every idol is walking, like, terrorized in those music shows right now. Like, probably. terrified of Seventeen. They're like, oh, please don't. They're probably like, oh, hey! Uh, hey, guys! Hey! Hey! You heard our new song, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. So we have a challenge, challenge for it. They're like, oh, you know, my company told me I'm not allowed to do those. I can't post on social anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. They've literally gotten everybody to do it. It's hilarious. But I love the song. I love how fun it is. Like, this is like the summer 17 that we obviously get every year, but still is great. I love how ch- like how cool like the music video was yeah yeah it's It's like they're just like vibing very laid back they're just like having fun and bro the ending of this music video killed me (laughs) like they killed me with this shit sending the car like whatever like a rocket and then it just like crashes and i'm just like of course it's gonna crash it's 17 nothing ever goes right so (laughs) that was me me in the background. I was like, a school. <laughs> but he made it, okay? Like, it. He made it out alive. Yeah. He made it out alive. It made He's it seem like he died. And, like, the rest of 17 are just, like, still, like, dancing. I was like, um, excuse They're me, like, that's your oh, leader. Well. <laughs> but then he survived. Like, well, shit. And he came out of the car and started dancing and did this, like, cute, like, little dance break again. And, oh, I'm so happy he's back. 
And not only is this music video adorable, all the live stages have been so yes. cute <laughs> and like disrespectful yeah. at the same time. <laughs> I was going to say, no, first of all, we need to talk about it right here, right now. Joshua, what the fuck? Joshua Hong, sir. Joshua Hong, I'm suing you. I'm suing you. <laughs> We're going to be like that Min Yoongi girl that would be like Min Yoongi, I'm going to sue you, but with Joshua I now. We love her. Like, I hope legit. she's doing well. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I don't know what happened in the last, like, year and a half where Joshua went from, like, skinny church boy to, like, I'm a fuck you up, like, buff and, like, built. But Jesus Christ. I was it's like, a look. It's a I blessing. Think, you know, it's a blessing. He made some very good decisions. I think he should keep it up. I'm very proud. <laughs> Bro, he looks good. He's he been looking so good. So good. This, like, is, this is a 4K period. studio tune. Puts out oh. things called 4K, Ooh. you guys. There's a 4K performance. And Joshua is in this black and yellow ensemble. And let me tell you. Mm. Yep. Said, I was disrespected. I never felt so much towards Joshua in my entire life. And I, also, I want to say, like, we're seeing a lot of arms this comeback, too. Mingyu. Mingyu. Yeah, oh my Mingyu. gosh. Can it. I also no, real that, quick that. talk about what is the point of Dino's outfit? It's like a hoodie that has one sleeve. Oh my god. And like no, it has two <laughs> yeah. sleeves. And like the very top of it of the sweater and the hood, and that's it. Like the rest of the sweater is fucking gone. It's just the sleeves and the hood and like the very top that connects both parts. And that's it. And not only that, y'all, he only has one arm in and the other isn't in. I know. Like what is the point? Why? <laughs> The funny thing is, me and Cynthia were, like, bragging on this so hard. And then I watched a live stage, and Hoshi's wearing another version of that. Oh. Like, he has, he does the same thing. Jesus. Oh, my God. They're well, trying to be all quirky and funny for summer. My God. It's, like, not, like, uh, I really just... But now, now that Cat brought out Hoshi, I do want to say in the music video, like, the part where they, like, throw him, oh my like... God. Oh, my They God. threw him to the sky, and he just going. kept on going. <laughs> Cynthia literally watched a live performance just to see if they threw him in the air. <laughs> we were I like, hold dying. up. I was like, hold up. Is this a part of the choreo? And Cynthia was like, are there live stages for it? I was like, let's find out. <laughs> I was like, I have to know if they throw him in the air. Bro, I, I was dying. Because the thing is that they were throwing him and at first I thought it was Dino. And then I was oh, like, oh just assume in. Oh my God, literally. <laughs> we thought it was Dino. What? We're like talking shit. And I then we literally thought it was Dino. We were talking yeah. so much shit. We were like, why are they throwing Dino in the air like that? Because we had to pause it because Henry walked in. We're like, why are they throwing Dino in the air like that? Oh my God, Dino, Dino, Dino. And then we played it and it like zoomed in on Hoshi. And, I was and like, it was oh Hoshi. God, it was Hoshi. <laughs> right? But then after I saw that it was Hoshi, I was just like, this is a Hoshi scene. So I feel this it. Is like, a Gemini chart like scene, right? yeah, <laughs> like, like Dino would not be like, yeah, let me fly off to the sky. No, no, that's a Hoshi thing. Like, bro, but I was dying laughing. Like they had me dead cracking up. I love the like quirky side of 17. Like it's mm-hmm. my favorite. And I feel like they were, they were talking about this song and they were just like, we felt really, really good about this song. Like we absolutely love it. And I feel like, it, and I think a scoop said that it gave them like the um, Aju Nice vibe. Yeah, I and see I'm that. just like I can see this. So you know when you go to a Seventeen show and they play Aju Nice at the end, and it's it takes an For hour eight hours. of uh, yes, I can see this happening with left and right. And now it's gonna be in the crowd. They're gonna be like left and right, left and right. Oh my right. god! I can see it now. Hoshi going left and then running all the way. Yep. Right. Yep. Left. I can see it now. I know that man like the back of my hand. <laughs> 
but yeah but i absolutely loved it like this made me like smile so much and it made me so happy and it's and it's also like such a just just such a good song even They're lyrics so wise like so even cute. lyrics wise it's just like just do your best and even at the end they put maybe sometimes you can do your best sometimes it don't matter i don't know why i liked it so much but like the countdown into the song when they were like nah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so cute it was and at the end when i uh isn't it one at the end he's he keeps counting and then they like start popping up one by one yeah. like that's so cute they're just so good when they're i mean they're good in general but when they do like quirky concepts they're just so funny Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, change things a little bit. Um, the next song in the album is called I Wish. This has like, they slowed it down a bit. This is more like an old school vibe to it. Honestly, this reminded me of when I was watching Reply 1988, all the music of like, that they would play. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Reply and SpongeBob. It's her whole aesthetic. <laughs> but I support it wholeheartedly. <laughs> but it's like, that's the type of music it reminded me of. And I was just like, okay. I got, but I loved it. I got like hair hairspray and grease vibes yes dreamy terica stop i literally wrote down hairspray yes (laughs) like the fucking um i can hear the bells is literally what it reminded me. yeah so it reminded me of that from hairspray and then from grease too it reminded me like i'll be your girl (gasps) oh my god i didn't even think about that (laughs) oh my god it's like very like american bandstand Type. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 Especially yeah, with yeah. the acoustic guitar intro, mm-hmm. like it's just very like woozy. Wanted to be like Link Larkin, like that yeah. to be the process behind this song. Love it. <laughs> wow. Now I'm thinking about woozy dressed like Link Larkin, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm woozy. <laughs> woozy. <laughs> they could totally do that whole intro. Oh, that'd be so cute. But I love I love um one boo's uh rapping and it's like towards the end. Yeah, it towards the end he's like rapping, but the rest of them are singing Mm -hmm. like in the back. It's like is beautiful that contrast. Like I love that he has such a deep voice. You're right. (laughs) King shit. King shit, everyone. And there's like a sound, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a flute like sound throughout this whole song too. And that's just genius. Again, it just it just gave me yeah, like kind of like a nostalgia like type of vibe. Yeah. Like it brings you back to like an older era. I can see that. Loved it. Well, the next song is my my, but we did talk about it last time. Oh, did you want to talk about it now? No, I'm ready to talk about the next song. After. Okay, okay, thanks. Cause Which same. Is my favorite All right. Song Which also, <laughs> if you guys did not know, if you catched catched it, because I watched it today again. There's jarritos in it. Okay, that's it. That's all my thoughts. Yes, there is. <laughs> oh, I said that. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, girl. same. <laughs> I said jarritos and s'mores. Thank you, Carolyn. An amazing combo. Okay, let's go. So, if you want to listen to that, it'll be on last week's podcast uh, where we talk about my my. Um, but the next song, like Kat oh, said, God. is her favorite. Is my favorite. Loki, oh. I'm out of cried listening to this. Oh. Is key up. Uh, Kiddle, kid, kid, kiddle, 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 Real fucking honest. This song is my favorite Seventeen song ever. Wow. Oh my god. Ever. Wow. This song made me feel so many things. Yeah. Like I, feel I didn't even like. I was like, wow. Whatever I'm feeling right now, I just want to feel this for the rest of my life. I felt sad but happy at the same time. I was just like, this is just 
beautiful and brilliant. It's mm-hmm. literally, and I love that it's called Kid Doll because it's literally like the feeling of transitioning from a child to an adult. Because nobody wants to become an adult, right? Like everyone's like, "Oh, being an adult sucks." So like, it's a scam. you have that moment where you're like, "Yeah, it's a scam." <laughs> It is a scam. No, because when you're a kid, you want to grow up, and you're like, no, I want to be an adult. And then you're an adult, and you're like, wow, psych. Psych. Yeah, exactly. Like, JK, take me back. It's more of, like, a song that I feel like would play in the background of, like, a montage of, like, my best, like, like, teenage and, like, childhood moments. Like, leading up to, like, my adulthood. I literally wrote it. I literally wrote that it could be a cool. song in, like, a coming-of-age film. Yeah, I know that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, God, I just really love this song. And the vocal contrast between all of them is so... There mm-hmm. was so much texture that. and just, like, beautifulness in this motherfucking song. Like, I can't even depict, like, all the things that I loved about it because yeah. we would be here for another hour. I really like Hoshi's yeah. vocals, to be specific. Like, oh. I really liked his vocals on the song, Come Through Wobo King. It's like I remember when I first heard the album, like this song started and it's just like, oh, this is it. Like I it started and I knew that I was going to replay it. And I just I loved it. Like I love that it's so relatable and it's kind of like how I took it is kind of like you talking to your inner child and kind of yep. saying like, you know, like it's OK the way we are, like. To never let your inner child go. I love the melody of this, like the meaning, like the way everything just flows so well in the song. And again, like when I was reading the lyrics, like I low-key wanted to cry because it's true. It's just like, it's kind of saying like, you know, let's always be together. Let's always have that inner child in you, no matter how old you are. Always have that joy in you of when you were little. And like for me, like I have a lot. I mean, you guys know Mm -hmm. I have a lot of like forever young type of thing. Like you always have a a young spirit, no matter how old you are. And this song like embodied it so beautifully. Oh, my God. Like, wow. And I think it's so weird to say uh, like how I'm going to say it. But like, I don't feel like anyone could have embodied this better than 17 because they are literally the human uh, living equivalents of like adults mm-hmm. but forever kids like because just yep. how they act and who they are yeah so yeah it was just there was literally no one that could have done the song like they could have and vernon's flow in the song let me just say that man has a magical talent of being able to rap a beautiful ass flow on a more ballady song and like it just ooh. and then like when hoshi came in right after he was oh yeah stop yes. i love that part it's so good i'm telling you like i just remember listening to it and feeling like such a sense of like like a home like your home type of thing like it's just it was just so relatable so when again when i went and read the lyrics i was just like oh my god like it's just yes and the fact that it's 17 oh my god i'm just i'm getting emo now like uh, let's not forget about the harmonizing chance of course oh yeah i wrote that too uh, another thing it's like they knew they knew because i i mean again if you guys have listened to this podcast you know that i like me and Terika are always talking about the chance and songs and how much we love them so again 17 just pure genius yeah i just really loved it i just really really love the song <laughs> Um, but then for the last song on the album, we have more emotions. Um, it's called Together. It's an anime song. It's an yeah. anime intro song. Literally. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It Pause. is a coming of... 
It is not an intro it's song. song. It is the ending one because because okay okay true. because it has that element. The end. The beginning song is always different than the ending credits, and it's just for me. I could em- envision the animation of the ending to this. Okay, <laughs> it is literally belongs in a slice of life anime. Like, yeah. So piggybacking off of that, "Run to You" is the intro song Ooh, of the anime. Right. <laughs> And then together is the ending song of the anime. That makes that. Yes. Yes. That's the outro. I do imagine it so vividly. So the theme of this album was movie. It was basically soundtrack. (laughs) Literally was a soundtrack. Um, I just want to say DK in the song. This man, this album, this whole album. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like I wrote him down for like every song. He's like somewhere in my notes. Every yeah. song. He did yeah. that musical and he was like, I'm coming out. I'm coming out with my guns <laughs> out now. Sun's out, guns out. But um, but yeah, but this song, um, just hitting hitting you right in the feels. Um, it's kinda, you know, just the main lyric that they're saying is that we won't lose our way. We're we'll just keep on walking straight and we're just gonna go together. So it's like no matter what, like as long as we're together, everything's okay. And again, my heart was 17. Oh my God, I love them so much. I won't even lie. When this song started, I thought my phone switched it to like a G-Friend yeah. song because that's literally <laughs> the beginning reminded me of a G-Friend song. I was like, what the fuck? It was just so nice. And, and, and like, it's such a good way to end the album too. Like, you know, like no matter what, like let's not lose our way and just keep on going together. And for 17, you know, like that's a big thing for them. It's like, whenever there's one member that's missing you can tell like you can tell that their mind is on that other member like they always want to be together Mm -hmm. it's like them giving us like a big old hug and saying it's okay i like that and i was just emo (laughs) i know they're good they're so good they They really really are are. i think they're one of those groups that just like they're they're good at everything like everything they've done and everything they do you're just like damn bro how you even like that good Mm-hmm. like even 17 is gonna go down in history like even there it's like you know how replay is like an iconic debut yeah. song wow. adore you an iconic I debut song that. i feel like everyone should also watch their fifth anniversary video on youtube oh my god hilarious like reacted to their old music videos and that shit was just insane I they saw. pretty much did like a role play yeah. where they like switched <laughs> bodies and they reacted <laughs> to the music videos as each other was he as dino with the shaving nah bro hoshi as sinquan i will never fucking forget that in my life that shit was so motherfucking funny. That was so funny, and it was so spot on. I'm just like, bro, and you could tell. So like, Boo was getting so pissed. Was, like, he literally kicked him. Him. He kicked him over the oh. chair. Literally, Terika, he kicked Hoshi oh, over the chair. I feel chair. like I'd kick Hoshi over a chair too. <laughs> Damn. Just for his God. chart. Yeah. <laughs> Vernon as Woozy, great. Times. Bro, what <laughs> Woo was Vernon? Wonwoo. All he kept doing. <laughs> All he kept doing was standing up and saying, yo. Because <laughs> it's true. That's all Vernon does. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah, everybody go watch it. It's hilarious. I'm sorry, but that shit was so goddamn uh, funny. Uh, so that was 
the mini album review we are gonna wrap up this podcast with songs of the week my songs of the week i have three of them this week (laughs) one of them is pass me by by golden child because that is the boy band anthem i've always wanted in my life number two is obviously cadult by 17 just feel it and number three is also a 17 song left and right because that shit's been (laughs) stuck in my motherfucking head (laughs) left and right left and right yeah, love it. Love that shit. Uh, I have a couple songs of the week as well, which is also Left and Right by Seventeen. <laughs> I yes. am also still not over God's Menu, so I have hey. been heavily You're right. listening to that song. Oh my God, I love it. Um, also, Outro Ego. I've been oh. jamming to that a lot again. Oh. It's so good. And my one of song of the week is still come back home because yes. And I'm so happy that they performed at KCON. Happy birthday, yes. Keone. Yes. Happy birthday, Keone. I saw you got spoiled just like how you deserve. We love that for you. Uh, my first song of the week is God's Menu by Stray Kids. Obviously. Duh. Yeah. I'm so obsessed <laughs> with the choreo. The song, it like it's so just so. Good. Oh my god! Yes. Like, do you vividly imagine that when you're listening to the song? Because I do. Uh, yes. I do. Yeah, I always I have to do the choreo, choreo thing. I just yeah. keep thinking, like I have to see this live. Like I have to. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. We talked Same. about yeah. that. Like seeing that live oh, is gonna insane. be insane. Can't I'm gonna need them to play like four times. Yeah, back, exactly, back, back, back. <laughs> back to back. Uh, my <laughs> second song of the week is my favorite exo song ever and i know i always get side-eyed when i say this but unfair is my favorite exo <laughs> song ever oh, it just yeah. makes me so happy and um my nct song we of the week it. is another song that makes me so happy and it's trigger the fever by nct dream yeah yeah such a good song <laughs> um for my songs of the week i also have um keto by 17 mm-hmm. um been listening to it nonstop. make me love by Golcha, Golden Child. Listen, y'all, this is just, Aww. yes. And I'm going to follow with everybody because I've also been listening to freaking Stray Kids. God's Menu. God's Menu is such a good it's song. So it really is. Such a good song. Oh my God, I'm just like, bruh, y'all killed it with this one. Damn they really it. did. They really did. Yay. Uh, so, yes, whether you are going to cry about 17 some more, me you're gonna listen to god's menu you're gonna drink your pain away which i'm pretty sure cynthia is gonna do i heard soju earlier (laughs) yeah yogurt soju Uh, (laughs) i have to get up at six so love that for me (laughs) uh but yeah make sure you always always fangirl on